0: thank you and uh, welcome back to race industry 2023 next we're going to travel to Japan my understanding, it's pretty early in Tokyo right now. I'm checking and I think it's around 6.30 a.m. So uh, we are very uh, lucky to have uh, you know people getting up early for us. We're going to have Mr. Bendo, the chairman of Super GT Japan. Super GT, I was fortunate enough to attend some of their races um, in my uh, PRI days and I uh, used to go to Japan once a year. And it's a very, very very popular series over there with drivers from around the world competing and it's uh it's it's absolutely incredible so we are very lucky to have uh, mr bendo with us Now, Mr. Bendo does not speak English, so we're going to bring with him a translator, Yukiko, and my understanding is that Yukiko is sitting there with Mr. Bendo. So before we start, Brad, um, they send us a wonderful video. It's about uh, four minutes long, and it showcases everything about uh, Super GT. So let's run the video, and then we'll dive right into the interview.
1: There is more than one story. There are as many stories as they are challengers and supporters. At the circuit, different drama spins within each heart. Super GT, Japan's most popular Touring car racing series. A combined grid of over 40 GT racing machines composed of the two GT classes, the GT500 and the GT300. Extremely exciting battles never failed to put up breathtaking shows. The Super GT GT GT500 class is joined by the three major national manufacturers, Toyota, Honda and Nissan. The world's fastest GT machines have been developed with the prestige of each manufacturer at stake, competing for supremacy. Toyota GR Supra GT500 Honda NSX GT Nissan Z GT500 The Super GT grid gathers the world's top-ranked drivers from both Japan and abroad to compete at the highest level. 2023 is the last year the machines compete under the 2020 technical regulations. These matured racing machines are ready for their ultimate battle. The highly anticipated GT300 class. Competitions are held between more than 10 different world-leading supercar models. Japanese original racing machines and originally developed mother chassis also joined the high-end competition. The fact that the two different classes with different speed range race together add up to the always exciting and always unpredictable results. And the Super GT's unique regulations add even more thrill to the races. Success weight is determined according to the points earned. As weight is added to the cars, it creates further close competition and more heated and exciting battles between the racing drivers. Another unique feature of the Super GT Series is the driver change rule. The required driver change pit stop makes room for further and unique race strategies. Tire performance is also critical, therefore the fierce competition among tire manufacturers becomes another major factor in the results of the races. Four tire manufacturers compete head-on. Battles between the best of the best go on until the last moment. Climax beyond all imagination awaits at the end of each battle. Extraordinary performance never ceases to delight. The attractions in the Super GT consist not only of the racing. Super GT race queens surely add glamour to the events. A wide variety of off-track events. and spectacular exhibitions further enliven the race weekends. Super GT plans to adopt carbon neutral fuel from 2023. The goal is to cut CO2 emissions by 2030. While environmentally friendly, all will be able to continue enjoying the powerful roaring sound of the racing machines. Super GT will continue to offer exciting races. In 2023, Super GT has a total of eight races planned to be held at six different racing tracks. Many stories will continue to unfold. Let us witness and enjoy it all together.
0: Thank you very much for getting up very early, Mr. Bando, arigato gozaimasu, Bando-san. Brad Gilly, on to you.
2: Awesome. Thank you very much. And uh, Mr. Bando, I don't think uh, we can hear you right now. I'm not sure if there's a microphone connection or not, but it did look like you were talking. So um, we'll we'll give you a second to do that while I just say uh, what an incredibly compelling video and uh, and just a great highlight of what Super GT is and all of that. I think we can hear you now, uh, which is wonderful. So, uh, Mr. Bando, thank you so much for joining us here today.
3: Uh everyone, Chairman Bando. Thank you Good
4: morning. My name is Bando Masaki. I'm the chairman for the GT Super GT in Japan. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'm very happy to be here and meet you all. And I would like to talk about the Japanese motorsports, in particular Super GT. My name is Sonia, and I'll be translating for the next 30 minutes. Thank you.
2: Ah, thank you very much. We really appreciate this. Um, I know we've already have uh, we are already getting a couple of questions in from the chat. I would encourage you if you do have a question, um, then uh, certainly uh, go ahead and ask it there and uh, we'll talk about it. But um, You know, so many different things to talk about, especially after watching that video, but um, Super GT and the success that has been there in Japan 1994 is when all of this started, Uh, you guys see crowds of nearly 50,000 people at your events and everything, Uh, if you would. Tell us about actually an event weekend itself, and both from the spectator and the competitor side, and some of the exciting things that
4: happened.
3: So, yes, we
4: are celebrating our 30th anniversary this year, starting in
3: 1994.、。All right. So, uh, we
4: arrive at the track racing tracks um eight of them around Japan we have eight rounds per year um we arrive on the Friday and that on and set up on Friday then Saturday morning we gave two hours to the teams to do official free practice and then the race itself and the race itself is during the week I mean on on Saturday we have the qualifying then on Sunday we have the race races are usually can be 300 kilometers, 300 miles, 450 kilometers, uh, depending on the weekend.
2: Uh, that's incredible. Um, we do have I know that uh, starting in 2005, Super GT uh, became an international series certified by the FIA. And one of the questions one of our viewers wants to know, uh, we saw the two different classes, the GT500 and GT300. Do either of those two classes match any of the FIA class category rules like a GT2 or a GT3? Could the cars race else? Like, Are they similar in other series?
3: え、GT 500の方は、え、DTM to Kyoto regulation to all screenagara yet on this Well, uh DTM, Well, regarding,
4: we have two categories, as you well mentioned. We have the GT300 and the GT500. Regarding GT500, uh, we've competed with the DTM in Germany. So we have created along with the DTM, a common regulations. We both raced two liter turbo um, vehicles, racing cars. And uh, since 2013, we have created a monocoque, which is a common monocoque. So um, we, to get, unfortunately, we did have matches um, with the DTM, but unfortunately it is now only us um, that race uh, along according to our uh, to those regulations the class one regulations uh, since dtm has changed a bit
3: uh, thank you gt-300 no who are a said no gt3 no machine oh vop were sro Stefan lutter room to go no regulation Sky Nagara Disney. to Jahu tokuyuno, you no you GT Regulation GT and uh
4: along with the gt 500s, we do have the gt 300s. In the gt 300s, we have uh different types of cars, which include the GT3s, uh, which come from all over the world. So that would be participants from all over the world. Uh the BOP that we introduce in our uh series uh is uh, uh, SRO, Stefan Rattel's. Uh, BOP system, which we implement and use throughout the season. Um, besides the GT threes, we do have JAF GTs. Um, so JAF is our ASN, and uh, so it's a national uh, JAF uh, GT regulations.
2: Uh, that- uh, that very interesting for sure um the, the cars look phenomenal and uh, and loving the gt 500 uh toyota honda nissan all being a part of it but one thing that also seems very unique there are a lot of racing series throughout the world that typically stick to one tire manufacturer they might even want to avoid uh say a tire battle between different manufacturers yet uh, super gt you you are embracing bridgestone dunlop michigan yokohama um and it seems to be just a wonderful thing. Can you tell us about that with different tire manufacturers racing and are teams allowed to switch throughout rounds or how does that work?
3: Yeah, so uh,
4: regarding the uh, tire manufacturers, as you well ma- mentioned, we do have the Bridgestone, Yokohama, Michelin's, uh, Dunlops. Um How it works is that usually either the manufacturers or the teams, and mainly the teams, would um, choose, well, yeah, business relationship, obviously it will choose what um tire manufacturers they would prefer to use and then it's a collaboration between the team and the uh, tire manufacturer
2: I like that that's that's really neat uh, a question from uh, our chat from one of the viewers uh, and a two-part question where can I download the technical rules and how do you performance balance between the different models
4: uh,
3: download download uh, so uh, Yes, <skies>
4: <angels> So, yes, regarding the technical regulations, as you just mentioned, um, they are not open, but you can contact us directly, and we are. Uh, very happy to share the regulations with you. That is not a problem. And that, uh, sorry. What was the other question? Uh,
2: and then performance balance. So if you have Honda, oh, Nissan, Toyota, you know, um, I know you had uh, uh, talked about the, uh, uh, the the success weights, for example, is one of the ways to try and keep all of the cars in line with each other. How do you manage that in other ways as well? Well, <laughs>
3: 最初の初戦の時には GT その段階的によって 2段階まて 100のところから 95% 500の方は調整しています
4: well, regarding the five hundreds, we'll start by uh, speaking of this five hundreds. How do we manage the success weight? Uh, So the series starts with zero weight for obviously all the cars. Then according to the um, result after the race, let's say first position, second position, uh, we add weight, then um, the maximum weight would be 100 uh, kilograms um, after several races after that. We use a fuel restriction system uh, with two levels of fuel restriction uh, in order to balance so that the competition uh, is fair uh, throughout the entire season.
3: So it's not a couple years
4: so um so how it goes during the season uh the cars that have um won or um, have gained points will also gain success weight then one race before the last race all the success weight will go to half we'll cut it in half and for the very last race of the season uh, then it will be zero again. So that all the driver, all the racing cars will be racing as they started from the beginning.
2: I, I think that's that's incredible. Um, and what a great uh, it almost seems like and uh, when when we were watching the video, seeing the weight decals on the sides of the cars, it uh, is that something for a team to be proud of to have more of those decals? Does that show that they're one of the teams to beat?
3: あの uh, stick all up to us.
4: yes exactly so those stickers on the side of the cars um are to sh- yeah, the teams of obviously the drivers are very proud and uh, it is obviously to show uh, not only all the other cars and all but all the fans you know so it also it gives merit to the drivers that you know in spite of the weight that they carry they're able to continue performing uh, as best as they can
3: so when
4: once they have gained 100 kilograms, the sticker is a golden sticker. Uh, it means that you know they're very special.
3: Yeah,
4: well, obviously it's very difficult to get to gain 100 kilograms, so there are not many cars with the golden sticker because you know the weight. It gets harder to com- to compete and win when you are heavier.
3: it <laughs> It'll
4: be a pleasure to send you some of the stickers you can stick in your <laughs> private cars.
2: <laughs> yeah, that that would be great. I'll stick one on the side of my uh my my Toyota SUV. Um, uh, that's that's wonderful. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh Pit stops are a part of it and driver changes and, and, and all of that. Um Again, when it comes to the racing event itself, there are a lot of things to be highlighted both on and off the track. And I do feel that pit stops are a pretty big highlight. How competitive are they in Super GT? <laughs> 300km
3: タイヤ needs the Yes
4: so we do have pit stops and uh, in our pit stops um it is required to do refueling and the driver change. We have at least two drivers so um have, for example in a 300 kilometer race there will be a pit stop where the drivers and the refueling has to be done they have an option to do a tire change or not um however so the driver can be changed while they're refueling but however the number of uh staff that works in the in on the car uh, is limited so within the number of staff, they have to do the tire changes refueling and drive changes and um, as fast as they can obviously
3: that's and
4: just for you to have an idea, um, each pit stop with drive, including the driver changes,
3: around 40 seconds. Okay. あの、
4: so um yeah like for example compared to a nascar race where you can have i suppose uh more team crew um with a super gt you're allowed five team crew so um especially for tire changes it will it takes longer so therefore around 14 seconds 40 seconds is um the average time for a pit stop
2: Okay, Uh, the the, the racing, the events look uh, very thrilling, look highly competitive, very exciting as well. Uh, Is it possible? How could I watch that? uh, Whether I'm here in the United States or Europe or somewhere else?
3: To
4: watch it overseas. Uh, basically you can it's shown on motorsports.com. So it's uh yeah a platform where you can watch this uh, race around the world, motorsports.com.
2: And that's wonderful. Now, uh, this used to, or this started um, uh, again. You, you're celebrating 30 years this year as the All Japan GT Championship, and and now it's also evolved into an international series. Is there still more room for growth? Is there, um, you know, possibility to have more than eight rounds and go to different places where you're not right now?
3: こう Yes, so um
4: before the COVID, uh we raced in Thailand and in Malaysia for many years. And uh yeah, we're planning to go back again uh pretty soon. But besides these two countries, we're also uh, um you know, thinking of uh, China, Indonesia, Australia. Well, the fact is that in Japan during the winter seasons, we are able to race or even test due to the temperatures. So during the winter, it would, our aim is to go into hot areas of um, uh, Southeast Asia, so we can continue uh, testing and racing And also, it's obviously for all the fans in Asia, but not only to participate as a fan, but also to join the series as an entrant, a participant. So we're always opening our market, our platform to a wider um, variety of participants.
2: Uh, one thing mentioned in the video was cutting CO2 emissions by 2030. Uh, how is that goal going to be achieved? Uh, how far along are you with that?
4: I'm
2: going to talk
3: about this project in the video. I talked about this project last year. This year, first of all, スポンサー後ろ 300の方はフローハイてあったり希釈の問題か出たために今は この状態のところてテストをしててやっはりカスタマーに対するカスタマーサーヒスかgt 3なんてそこの部分に対して来期においては 50%、この EV, hybrid system, Exactly. So as you uh, well mentioned, our goal is to the Super GT, so Green Project
4: 2030. So by 2030 is to uh, achieve 100% um, non-fossil um e- emission. Um, at the moment, and behind you, you have the sponsor ETS. Uh, we use the e-fuel ETS uh, in our series. So we implemented this uh, new fuel, e-fuel, in 2023. And uh, so it's a non-fossil synthetic fuel that is uh, so this last season we raced the GT500, 100% with this fuel, and it was very successful. Uh, regarding the GT300, um, we have had big, uh, several um, you know, small issues that have to be considered. So, um, And of course, the GT300, it is a, a customer service um, in way of, of running the event. So therefore, for next season, we are planning into implementing of synthetic fuel so that um, it can balance with each manufacturers and each team's customer service uh, um, policies in the future. And little by little, we're also um, implementing EV hybrids. And so all these different aspects will come together by 2030. um, We will reach a, a zero,
3: CO2 emission uh, goal our Eh
4: and meanwhile we've been also working on uh, hydrogen and uh, using hydrogen and co2 to create e-fuels this e-fuel will be created in japan will be made in japan and uh, the project now is on its way Um, We plan that by 2027 we'll be able to test the fuel. So it will be a nationally produced fuel that will be tested and then implemented as soon as possible, but we'll start testing in
3: 2027. Hybrid is Toyota Nissan Honda. え、取り入れて、GT
4: so regarding the uh, GT five hundred, we are in uh, regular discussions with the Japanese manufacturers uh, regarding the hybrid systems that each of the manufacturers. So we're talking about Toyota, Honda, and Nissan. Obviously, uh, and our ECU is as a Bosch ECU. But um, so amongst the different the three manufacturers, we are also discussing the common parts and how we can implement their technology um, regarding hybrid um, to you know um, ameliorate and to uh, speed up the ev and hybrid systems in our
3: series and obviously um as we know um the
4: um WEC or LEMAN LMDH is a, is an example of how we're going to uh, how we treat the hybrids and how we can introduce the hybrids in our series as well.
3: So Tayano kuwa sizeo, the Yimunod skainagara uh, uh Soromukioni uh equal to the C D G so ni uh, and
4: regarding tire manufacturers, we work very closely with all the different tire manufacturers, and our um, goal is to use as much recycle as possible. Um the goal at the moment is 45% of recycle uh, for you know keeping in mind the SDG sustainability of each uh, of the tires. So if we work hard into getting all this that I've just mentioned, our goal, I suppose, well, our goal is to get to keep the cars with sound. We want to have race with sound. So you know, as long if we can, it uh, make these goals come true. I suppose all of us fans will uh, allow some sound in our racing.
2: Well, that's wonderful. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Mr. Bendo. I, I hate to have to stop, but this is the end of our session. This is our end of the uh, day three. So Arigato Gozaimasu, uh, Bendo-san. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for being with us. And uh, we'd love to have you back uh, next year. What you're doing with this series is absolutely a tremendous. So thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Hi.
5: Registering on ePAR trade is easy. To start, click on the Join for Free button on the homepage. First, search your company to see if it's already in our database. If you see your company on the list, click on it to select it. Then, choose Claim Company if you are one of the decision makers, an owner, marketing person, or main company contact. Or choose Join Company if you are an employee, and press Continue. If you couldn't find your company in our database, select Register a New Company. On the following page, fill out your name, email, phone number, job title, and choose a secure password. If you chose Register a New Company, you'll need to choose your business type. Select Supplier if you're looking to display products or services and connect with buyers. Choose Racing Business if you're looking to source new parts and connect with suppliers. Choose Race Team if you own or are a member of a professional race team. Then enter your company name. Please provide a website, Facebook page, or LinkedIn if you have one. And choose to either claim or join the company. You can view and agree to our terms of use here. If you'd like to receive our weekly newsletter, choose Accept. Finally, click register now and your registration will be submitted for approval. An email will be sent to your inbox. Please confirm your email address and you will be approved shortly. Welcome to ePARTrade.